Do you watch wrestling? Greetings, friends. Well, hello there. Sounded like you were underwater on that. It did. Not, not like just your I'm voice. Dr- not, not an audio issue. <laughs> Drowning in wrestling. Mer- like Merman watches wrestling. Merman, man from the sea. This is the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. I'm your wonderful darling, a redheaded bearded host, wrestling Matt McCarthy. With me, always professional wrestling encyclopedia, Mr. Vitz Averill. Yo, 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 yo. Dude, yo. we need to talk about the fact that March 5th is a Saturday in San Francisco. It's March 5th, right? Am I fucking this up already? Probably. Dude, are you fucking this up? March 4th. Saturday, March 4th. 3 4 23. We will be in San Francisco for a live show, Maddie. That's right. Neck of the Woods Bar. Uh, we'll be right there in your neck of the woods. Um, we're going to do that in the afternoon. Doors are at uh, 2 and the show is at 3. And then we'll all go to West Coast Pro after. Um, but you can go over to thehardtimes.net slash live events and get those tickets, man. Because you're going to want to get a ticket to hang out San Francisco March 4th. You sparking one over there? What is that? It's an old-fashioned lighter. That is an old-timey lighter. Does it? So it doesn't get any. Uh, juice no, in I, it? Su- I suppose if I put some. It looks like in it. it. It was sparking. Yeah. 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 Pretty good. Damn. For all your my- incense and your peppermints and your. Uh, yeah. I have non- it on my desk non-champa. because I'm classy. Your Tommaso Champa that you like to burn over there. I'm going to burn some Champa down. Uh, another week in the books, Maddie, and we are we, we're coming off a big dynamite week for us and we're Oh. And forget it. Not even 2 weeks away from heading to San Antonio for the big Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes return. We get to be there, man. We saw his return at WrestleMania. That's right. We see his return at Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. And then when he gets injured again after this, we'll <laughs> we'll be at that return. Hey, man, anything is possible. Time. I don't know if you saw, uh, but M- McMahon had changed some bylaws or something on his initial returns. It was like the corporate governance will remain the same. I'm just here to sell the company. I'm just here to. Uh-huh. And then apparently there's like some SEC filing that he's, he's taking that back. And now he's like, I don't need the fucking board to vote. I can do whatever the fuck I want kind of thing. <laughs> How, how on the heels of him already being like, uh, you know, talk of him creeping back into creative. Like I, I need, you know, and Hunter's having these talent meetings, uh, maybe, but probably not, but we're good. And I'm, I'm in charge. I'm the guy. We're the guys. (laughs) Yeah, boy. It's coming. I mean, next week is the 30th anniversary raw, right? Sure. There's no way. Vince will be able to contain himself and not. Oh, no. I mean, I'm thinking like three, two, one. Uh, no chance in hell. Here comes McMahon, like number 28, 27, 28 in the Rumble, <laughs> something like that. 
It could be. Man, Vince McMahon wrestling in a t-shirt. <laughs> a wife beater. I God, it's so funny. I it cannot I cannot stop. Cannot stop. Yeah. That's my that's my that's my uh that's my thinking. He'll Oh, for old time's sake. You know, it'll be like one of the he'll for sure he'll go on camera. Because he's like, well, that's the Mr. McMahon character. That's not, it's not me, pal. So uh, I, I was out there right after they blamed yeah. me for all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Then, now, forever. I, I wonder if he goes out and he cuts a promo, and and it's you know on the surface, oh, he's talking about Raw being on for thirty years, but deep down, you're like, no, he's referencing that last promo where he's like, you know, last time I was here when I said then now forever, I meant forever. <laughs> But now there's another, uh, I think it's the Detroit Fire Department Union, something like that, is now suing as well. You know, they must have enough stock that they're like... It wasn't, um, wasn't it a group of firefighters that sued last time over the Saudi Arabia deal? Yes. So apparently these, uh, I don't know if it's the pension, it must be their pensions or whatever are like, you know, yeah. keeping a watchful eye on the shit that they got money in and they're like, they're also suing to block his, him even being allowed to return. Mm, to the company. Send the firefighters a check. <laughs> we'll do, do like we did down there at uh, yeah. the Hammerstein. Make sure the mm. ambulance doesn't show up. Or No, that was at um, that was Hammerstein, right? Where they couldn't start the show? Or was that the WrestleCon? There was some time where it was like, they keep calling and telling us to cancel the fucking thing. Do you want yeah, us the, or not? And they're like, The WrestleCon no. Super Show, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, they sent Road Warrior Animal to the ring? Yeah. That'll kill some time. <laughs> uh, they even got Rick. How much do you think they peeled off for old Rick to come out? I bet you uh, Conrad pocketed that money. Also, I bet you Conrad, even though it's his father-in-law, I bet you Conrad calls him Uncle Rick. It's Uncle Rick. No, he calls him Dad. 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 What happened when? Um... Did you ever see that? I didn't even, it, it popped up on my YouTube. You know how like everything is trying to be like TikTok now. No. So like all of a sudden it just, you know, like YouTube, it's just like be YouTube. Suddenly the feed looks like, like, like all of a sudden Instagram is like, oh, well, we're going to do reels. TikTok, but better. We have reels. Yeah. Also, oh, YouTube's it's, like that too. It, there are certain videos that all of a sudden it's just like taking up the full screen and I'm like, what, what did I open TikTok all of a sudden? It's just, it's such the Vince McMahon move. Oh, we're going to do YouTube, but better. Um, Assumption. Rick Flair on his podcast talking about the dark side of the ring. Where he lost all his respect for Jim Ross? Yeah, I'd never yeah. seen that clip before. Oh, okay, yeah. He's like, yeah. Classic. That is such, I love when Rick is just in self-pity mode mm -hmm. but then acts like he's not it's like the cm punk thing too where he's just like because at one point he goes i lost all respect for rick i lost all respect for jim ross uh because he just wants to be relevant but he's not and then he's like but i, I mean i forgave him i've already forgiven him but he's dead to me and it's like he's the best to ever he's, he's the best to ever do it but fuck him um incredible the uh also Both. interesting to me and creepy in some ways. Mm. So I was noticing like when Stephanie resigned again, uh -huh. you know, Rick's like beautiful woman, 
the very best. She's the greatest. I don't know why she left, but all the best to her, whatever, right? Uh-huh. Then a couple of days later, I'm like, what's this? He's like, now this is a real heel and a wonderful lady who could actually draw and whatever, whatever. I'm like, who's he talking about? Stephanie McMahon. Like, why is he on this? He's like on a Stephanie McMahon trip. <laughs> Got to kiss Hunter's ass to try to get back in. Uh, well, he's going. He's going to be there for the big 30. I mean, if Vince can come back, surely Rick can I mean, come back. And My pitch is it's a cold. It's like it, we go straight to the ring. We don't even get the fucking. We go straight to the ring and Rick is there in a t-shirt and trunks. He's ready. He's ready to wrestle and he's they wrestle you know, and then they bring out uh, Titus almost. O'Neil. No, he's got he's got to fucking lay down for almost because almost is back and he's declared for the rumble. Titus, it's a shame, but he's he's been turned into an ambassador. I don't think they have any designs on letting him do his are thing. You, wait, are you are you putting me on? Is almost back in WWE? Almost, you, he, he was there last night. Well, he he never got fired or anything. What was he hurt or something? You know what I'm talking about? Almost the the huge dude. Oh, that the huge. With. I kept. I was thinking of Andrade. Mm, 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 mm. I'm talking about almost. Wasn't no, no, the his... son-in-law. The son-in-law is in AEW. Yeah, son-in-law is in in purgatory over. I, yeah, I think on... he's hurt again. But you know, uh, I'm. Uh, you know, Titus to me, he's like any of these other guys that are misusing. <sighs> Titus should go to AEW and get his run. It's go so... get your run, Titus. You don't Did Andrade fucking... have a last name at some point? Yeah, it um, was Andrade. Cien. No, but it was Andrade Cien almost, right? Right, 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 right. Something like that. But I mean, spelled. Obviously spelled obviously spelled different, but because 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 almost is such a it's it, it's a weird name. I feel like they could have done better with it's just it's well, like is it's, it almost is it almost is it well almost, all I think like, of is the actor Edward James you know uh, yeah especially this time of year award season uh, especially during award season did you fill out your SAG card or anytime you know I catch you watching uh, that reboot of Battlestar Galactica oh man what a time. I never watched the reboot. No, I never did either. I had a, I used to have a bit about it though. Mm. Ah. Didn't even watch the show. I'm joking about it. This guy didn't even oh thinks he knows everything about uh also battles. <laughs> staying on the on the on the nature uh-huh. boy train. Uh-huh. This morning he's like, you know, you can't run. He he he, he it, it it wrote fun instead of run, but he said, You can't fun from the truth, this tweet. And he gave like a rating for his flair documentary and then a rating for Braun, a ra- rating for AW, and they were obviously smaller. And it's like, well, Rick, your show was on a streaming service. How do you even know how many people watched it over a period of time? You're talking about one night for these other two shows. Like it it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> this is the rating of my show that's streaming. I don't know. It's just like it's like you know, the fucking whatever they call it of Rick Flair, and it's like one million, blah blah blah, and then raw, you know, like it's like <laughs> what this is not <laughs> this doesn't mean anything. Uh, he's been he's been smoking too much dope with Mike Tyson and fucking uh, your buddy Charlie Sheen. I know you saw those clips of those guys hanging out. Is he smoking weed with Charlie Sheen? Well, I don't know that I saw any weed being smoked, but they were definitely they were like hanging out. hanging out in a booth together, like the three of them kicking it. You know, probably just having a couple of fucking Arnold Palmers. You know, I I, I wonder if uh, anytime something wrestling related comes into Charlie's purview, he thinks about his old friend Matt McCarthy who. Sat by his side, holding his hand for Raw 1000, saying, Charlie, this is what you need to say. You're upset with this guy, Daniel Bryan. He offered, me, <laughs> he offered me in and out Burger. <laughs> he, did, he just had sitting there, or he was going to order some? He, somebody, I don't think it was one of the, you know, 
baseball hall of famers and like i said to you and pop man you you if, if i had retained everyone's name you yeah. probably would have been slapping me you were like you were like what so and so was there what the <laughs> fuck because uh, they had just come from where's the the hall of fame cooperstown yes and like legit seen i don't even i don't think it was one of them uh-huh. i think it was their friend okay had just been inducted into the hall of fame and Wait, then, so so this you I can't remember Raw One Thousand was that in like the summer yeah so it would have been around the time of the induction ceremony right okay like no like they legit they hopped on a plane that Charlie chartered a private jet okay to go back to his place he's like oh I'm flying back to L A you guys should come with me so like when I'm in the dining room watching Raw with Charlie like he was in and out of the room they were in the kitchen. Maybe watching Raw, but I think they were flipping channels, honestly. Like maybe they would go back to Raw when Charlie was on. <laughs> but at one point Hey, he's coming so, back on. That was your job to yell and let him know he's coming back on. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Charlie, hey, it, like like legit. Like I would have to go into the uh, the kitchen and be like, Charlie, can I grab you for a second? We're gonna Yeah. Go via satellite to talk to Jerry Lawler. You know, you know Wade Boggs, though. It wouldn't have been Wade Boggs, right? It was not Wade Boggs. Yeah. I, I know Wade Boggs. You'd, and you'd also have been able to count the Miller Lights. Um, but the point is, someone like Charlie's assistant or somebody ran out and came back with like a ton of In-N-Out Burger. Ah, uh, yes. So I was like, yes. you, want a, you, want a, you want a burger? Grab a burger. Grab a burger. It's a shame that... Um, Watch it he, back. Watch the Raw 1000. At one point, when Charlie's cutting his promo on Daniel Bryan, he grabs his in and out cup and he's like, he's like, I'm going to, you know, whatever he says, he's, he doesn't say this said better than this, but he's like, I'm going to suck him down like this shake right here. Oh, Charlie. And you can shake. see the, like the red palm trees on the cup. Uh, it's a shame. Yeah. Cause I feel like if he had, you know, gotten your appropriate info, you'd have heard from him. He, he would have wanted to pitch some things. Maybe we can take this around town, Maddie. You he and gave me a Sheen. big hug. Well, no, the, this was, he was, this was in that period when, if this this was like anger management had just come out right right and the deal was like if this season is a hit we're we're not just going to buy a second season we're ordering like 100 or 200 something okay. like that we're <laughs> like stupid, instant yeah. syndication with the sure. show yeah sure come on big charlie damn so he was in a good mood he gave me a big hug uh the the Jay White and um, Eddie Kingston match has been made official because that aired. They showed the from when we were at um, uh, whatever New Japan Strong. Mm-hmm. So the 18th mm-hmm. of February, okay, we have that match. Good. We also uh, Tom Lawler has challenged Homicide to like a no ring fucking some kind of crazy barbed wire, but you know some what? some insane match for that night. At the, they, at, at the new japan show yeah because they had their little thing at, at the last one right i think there was it a tag or something they were involved in together it right, is right, a right. um new japan's doing barbed wire it says uh to a no ropes filthy rules okay i didn't so barbed wire i made that up let's see filthy we gotta be rules. very careful okay you gotta be careful this filthy is how rules. rumors get this is why people get on Meltzer's case so i think maybe um Part of that is going to be the homicide is not going to be able to wear those big baggy pants. You're going to have to wear little little dookies. Like he's uh, going to have like, to wear Daisy Dukes because it's filthy rules. Also, the collective uh, 
schedule has been announced for okay. Mania weekend at the Ukraine. Okay. I think it's, again, it's, it's coming together pretty good because, uh, you know, Thursday we're going to be able to go from super show to the DD, DDT show that they're having. All right. And then, um, Friday we can, we can just, uh, go to ROH and make it back for spring break. And there's a lot of other stuff going on too. So, uh, we're going to be in the thick of it. <clears throat> we did go to dynamite last week. It's fabulous forum. Man. Patrons know the patrons got a little, little taste of us on, on the streets. Oh yeah. To. On the drive there. Mm. Um, what a great show. That was a fun, good time. Um, and it wasn't, uh, you know, they, oh. they did the dynamite and the rampage. Wasn't too bad. I took Blank notes. I, I, so far, this is the first, well, it's still January, but, uh, the new year's resolution of taking notes. Oh, wait, no, no, I didn't take any notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I probably would have got barbecue sauce on them because we had to eat in the car. Oh. We thought we were going to a place with tables. Oh yeah. 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 So we, so we're down in Englewood and, uh, Vince is like, found a place. You know, we're because we're like, let's get some barbecue. You know, it's going to be good food down, down, down around, yeah, down around the forum. And um, you found a place called Woody's. Woody's, and and I had looked. I said, yeah, I saw the photo because I said there's a lot of great looking places, but they're just like windows. Yeah, and I go, this place has tables, so just want to sit down. Good. Yeah, we pull up. We're like, this place looks legit as fuck. This place has nowhere to sit. Dude, when we circled, like, because I, I drove past it and then circled back, made a little U-turn. You could smell it from down the block. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, this place is legit. And we sure enough, in, it was. We just had to eat in the car. <laughs> yeah, there were no tables. Well, that was what was great. You're like, you're like are, there ta- are there tables outside? And she's like, yeah, yeah, there's a table way over there. You can sit there. In front by, of, the, by the different restaurant. You're like, she's out in front yeah. of that other place. There's some tables like, okay. In front of off the hook. Uh, off, off the hook fish and whatever yeah yeah, off the hook fish house or something like that yeah but the great thing was as we're driving out after the show headed toward the freeway right oh there's the woodies that has tables right. there's another location there was a yeah. there's a bigger location that definitely had tables inside yeah but Good fuck times. dude that food was amazing yep even even sitting in the front of the car trying not to get it on everything it was still it was still very good what did you get I got rib tips oh, and they gave yeah. me a, they gave me about what felt like about eight pounds of them. That's right. You kept saying this. You're like, this is so heavy, heavy, just heavy a lot bro. of food here, a lot of food here. Um, I got a, I got the combo. I got like the, the, the three. So I got ribs. I got, um, some beef. We three meats of orange brisket or something. On. I don't know. And then, uh, the, the hot links to mm. link it up. Oh no! I I I wish I was eating it right now. Ugh. I can't eat that shit every day. Remember, sometimes. we were sitting there, and I was like, "Do you think there's somebody out there? There must be who eats this three times a day." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty good variety." They they had turkey legs, they had chicken, they had a lot of different items. Dude, like the spicy turkey leg, something like that. I was like, yeah. "Fuck!" So then we roll over the forum, preferred parking because we're big shots. And then uh, headed right in. I mean, the um, what were the dark matches? Uh, I could have sworn I well, wrote this. Willie Mack and uh, Brian Cage was on dark. Yeah, that that was again. You know, it's it's always fun when it's like 
oh fuck we're at a pwg match from 10 years ago right also guys just keep in mind i i still have hats here i got snapbacks and stocking caps winter caps that are uh available to ship i'm going to the post office when we get done recording today to send a few more out uh so getting where you fit in we watch wrestling podcasts dot bigcartel.com and maddie on that note let's take a break real quick and we're back i'm looking at okay all right god this fucking show was amazing um i mean danielson and kesha oh yeah was just wonderful and it starts off with an mjf promo that's right mjf i because i didn't i didn't watch it back on tv so i don't know what aired on tv and what didn't um i assume mjf dressing down ken jung and all right was former just for us yeah former wwe creative team member freddie prince jr made right. it to tv while mark maron stood on his tiptoes trying to get noticed <laughs> <laughs> what about me? What about me? Well, somebody shouted out Adam Jones. Mm. Who shouted him out? Oh, oh, that was, was the um, ring announcer, right? Yeah, Justin Roberts. Yeah, I think that that's was, that must be his hookup. That must be Adam's AEW ticket hookup, right? If they're, uh, they seem like they're pretty, they're pretty thick. You know, and he comes out to a tool song. He comes out to a tool song. That's right. I know, but yeah, Adam and Scott Moran. We're sitting right behind the timekeeper table. You'd figure pretty. Justin Roberts must be, you know, he, he must have some pull who gets to sit behind him. He doesn't want any, uh, goons. I'm going to hit up Scott about maybe watching raw 30 at his place. Cause he doesn't have to do the big projection. He's got his little, his guy's a little tiki spot over there. That's like, you know, for a smaller, smaller group might be cool. Go over there and watch raw 30 live at five. I don't hate that idea. One bit. Never say never, man. I'm going to hit him up, man. Hey man, hit him up. Come on, Scott. Scott's doing the video for the cross control song for the, for the new record, man. We're working together now at school. Mage collabs. <laughs> yes. I'd love to hear it. Uh, um, so that match, I think we were, I don't know. I, now that I look at this card, I'm like everything that we got to see, I was looking forward to everything that we got to see. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the the dark horse would have been Big Bill and Lee Moriarty versus Jungle Hook, um, and even that was fun. I mean, <laughs> fucking way to hook! Did you leave? Did you run to the to the pisser during that match? I think you might have missed. I did. I I didn't. I remember seeing Big Bill, but I don't remember seeing him do anything. I I think I missed most of that match. Yeah, when 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 Hook suplexed Big Cass, that was uh, a moment. Okay, was, I did see that. I did oh, you see saw that. that? Yeah, okay. I did see that. Yeah. Oh man, that was a riot. But um, I mean, it is funny. It just it 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 feels like. I mean, Jungle Boy and Hook are definitely on the top, the tippy top of the mid card, you know. But they always felt like, especially at the beginning of the company, at yeah. the beginning of AEW. It felt like, oh, the, this is the future. Not Hook. Hook wasn't there right away. But like right. Jungle Boy felt like, oh, he's he's going to be the um, the top guy or something. Or he's going to be, you know, he's the future. He's this young guy. And I remember him and MJF having a match. And I was like, 
oh wow these two are the future and yeah very quickly it's well mjf is the champ now yeah and jungle boy still kind of yeah i don't know I, what I'm it is picture well i guess part of it is just you know he's he was kind of stuck in that feud with christian that he couldn't actually pay off yeah, yeah. and so like when i think about him i don't think like oh yeah he's a you know he's a channel or like a contender like if they were to go okay it's gonna be no. jungle boy versus whoever be like mm, all right well that that kind of tells itself um well no certainly not, not hook anymore. certainly not hook even though hook is he he seems to be made to look strong when he comes out he yeah. still also just seems doesn't seem like a an ass beater to me but well i think the major problem and it's hilarious that they are teamed together because it's like great all right they're both young they're both good looking they can both put on an entertaining match uh now they just need somebody to talk for them because it's it's like a record scratch anytime either of them open their mouths it's just like ooh, <laughs> yeah, well, which is uh, uh don't do that <laughs> no man we need uh did you see prince nana called uh called them the dark odor the dark odor <laughs> man this, this is why nana gets the big bucks um <clears throat> but also uh speaking oh, of mouthpieces oh go ahead oh were you about to bring up terry uh i mean tully blanchard no what happened there was a he did an interview somewhere and i mean there's there's nothing to say other oh than about him leaving yeah, and he was oh, like, yeah. they were like, was it a contract dispute or something? And he's like, no, it was it went a little deeper than that. But then he wouldn't go into, I don't know what. Yeah. But he was like, they're like, so, oh, but he was, he said he got offered the last match with Steamboat. Oh, right. And he said, there's no way I'm going to embarrass myself. Yeah. Um. So it seems like he's done, at least the way that he put it. He was like, you know, if, if I'm not working for AEW and I don't think WWE gives a shit, I mean, who else would I work for? Yeah. Which is fair. Uh, I mean, he could probably do some indies if he really, if he was really hot to work. And he is not. But yeah. <laughs> um, Love to know what the story was, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, who knows? It's like, yeah. I mean, is there, a, is there even a story? Is it just Tony's like, why are we paying this guy? Yeah, it's not working or whatever it was. Yeah, like whoa, what, what, what do I? You know, he's looking at his list of, well, what am I doing? Why am I? Yeah, you know, it's people? like it was. It went a little deeper than a contract dispute because they didn't offer me a contract. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> it was deeper than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was willing to take anything, and they were willing to give me nothing. <laughs> Speaking of the, of the mouthpiece thing, uh, I love this story that's percolating with um, Don Callis and Takeshita. Yeah. Callus is like, you know, yeah. cuz cuz I've seen, you know, I sent you that stuff last night where he's like hanging out and he's like, "Hey man, this is how we operate if you want to get in." But I also saw where Takeshita, you know, he's been like posting things like, "Oh, you know, I moved to America, here's my first couch, here's my whatever." And um, you know, Callus would be like, "Looks great, kid. Me and Kenny got people that take care of that shit for us. <laughs> we don't, you know, like <laughs> I love like, it. Yeah. I love it. Um, that's great. Let Callus fucking yeah infect Takeshita's mind and bring him over. 
I don't, I don't, and and I love the idea of Callis having, you know, a few people under his wing, under his tutelage, and under maybe, his invisible hand. And maybe Kenny gets a little jealous of Takeshita, or maybe, you know, there's a little, that leads to something there. Who knows? Could be. You could do that, you know, your, uh, your Jay White ghetto story of, you know, he he's replacing uh, Okada with his new shiny toy switchblade i couldn't i wouldn't be able to stomach it if don callis ever turned on kenny omega ah uh, it'd be brutal too much it'd be too much it'd be it, it would cut too close to the, the day the music died man he said i can't oh watch that God. shit anymore i don't want ever since don callis turned on kenny omega i can't watch wrestling i can't watch that shit anymore <laughs> kenny by god omega no 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 so the main show opened up with um Hangman and Moxley, which was great. And it was so funny. I, I'm sitting there fully aware that MJF is the heavyweight champion. And I'm watching that match being like thinking it's for the belt. Mm. You know what I mean? Like in my mind, I was like, Mox is still champion. I, yeah. I couldn't. He's my champion, right? I suppose so. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I, I, but goddamn, that was a great match. And Mox just turning up the heat, being a dick. Love it. And then, then he fucking laid down for him. Yeah. So now does, does John finally get a vacation? Is that what happens now? Well, the, you know, perhaps, but now his wife's got to be there. So it's right. like the family can't, you know, he's like getting well, her to pump some extra milk so he can take the kid and, sure. and go on vacation. <laughs> You'd like to think somebody's watching the kid. Sorry. The timing's uh. just bad, babe. <laughs> I'm going to fucking, I'm going to the uh, salt and sea without you. Uh, babe. Tony said it's uh, this week or never, so uh, I'll catch you. Me and the baby are going to Burning Man without you. I got to sell this hangman loss, babe. So, uh, you know, just do a couple squirts into this bottle. I'll make sure the kid gets it, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll be good. And once this runs out, uh, do like a Yoo-Hoo, or what, what do you, what do you think is the best? Uh... Yeah, that's milk base, right? That's good for the kid. Uh, let's see. Adam Cole returned. Baby, he no played best. that great. I feel like um, I liked every portion of that. The only criticism I'll give is I would not have had uh, Tony Schiavone introduce those stickers. If you're on the Patreon, you can see these beautiful hologram like We Watch Wrestling podcast world. No, those are the Mid South. It's the Mid South logo. The Mid South logo. You, you should know that hairy armpit anywhere, Maddie. Oh, shame on me. <laughs> um, Tony Schiavone comes out and says, it gives me no pleasure to introduce my next guest. So then I'm like, all right, it's going to be some heel who's going to fucking give him noogies and a wedgie and stuff. And then Adam Cole comes out. And I'm like, why would he kind of take a shit on Adam Cole? And then once Cole hits the ring and they're starting to tease that he needs to retire, I've got good news and bad news. First of all, slight digression. He says, I'll give you the good news first. And then he talks about how bad his injury has been. Right. <laughs> At which but point I, tur I turn to Vince, I go, this is the good news, folks. The issue is that Cole was always a dick to him and they had heat because he thought that Tony was a little too close to his girl. At that that was, if it had if it but the fact that he was returning, mm -hmm. um, 
it played to me like he had tipped the bit. Like we're sad that Adam Cole is about to announce that he threw injury. Oh, see, I thought they were still going like, cause you know, it's like when he first arrived and it's like, Oh, he's supposed to be a baby. You know, it's like, they were still sort of going with, Oh, he's still a, a Tony's like, he's, he's still the asshole who treated me like shit. That's what I thought. But okay. I, I, I take what you're saying as well. Yeah. Well, also the other problem is, is Tony didn't even interview him. So then I don't know. I don't, I I've said it from the beginning of AEW. Like I prefer the announcer to stay in the ring, holding the microphone. I don't like the hand it off know, and leave. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the talent being out there on, cause well, it's just, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And it's I never feel like sense it makes less sense when they start there because why even they could just right. Tony the was music, there and he left. They yeah. can introduce it on TV and not, you know, it's like, it, it makes no sense for them to start there just to be like, here's this guy. Cause it could be the fucking ring announcer. It could be anybody or nobody. Right. Uh, right. And why, why not the ring announcer? I don't know. I just, I miss, uh, there's a logic to it of the broadcasters are running the show on camera. Like that's why we, yeah, that's why we have people holding microphones to host the show for you who present the talent who come out and either wrestle or we have an interview with them. Not this weird nebulous, uh, the wrestler, like, the way that WWE does it, obviously I'm a fan, but from a logic standpoint, when I start thinking about it too much, uh, the whole thing comes apart. You know, even something as simple as, well, what did you have planned for the main event before that guy started talking and the other guy interrupted and then they declared we're having a match? Mm. You know, the inmates are running the asylum. I don't like that of just anybody, whoever can sprint to the ring first. Oh. <laughs> And get their music to play, can talk for as long as they want. I don't like that. It's, right. It, it doesn't was, play doesn't play legit to me. It never has. That also just reminded me that um I think a good workaround for Vince would be he should just go all the way back and be the fucking the uh lead announcer. I'm I'm just talent. I'm back. Mm. I'm just uh I'm just talent. I'm just I'm the Mr. McMahon character. What, are, yeah. what a maneuver. Just fucking just just uh, beating Corey Graves on live TV. That that I could get down with. Oh, dude, slight digression. I started watching um uh it was called One Night Stand, but it was kind of one of the first extreme rules from 08. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one, the fucking the first uh the first match is awesome. Umaga versus Jeff Hardy is fucking falls okay. down anywhere. It's good. Um, I was trying to I was trying to get to the fucking Batista Shawn Michaels stretcher match, but I I went to sleep. Um, but when they kicked over from the main team to that short-lived fucking Mick Foley, oh right, and just watching it and just him seeming like it seemed like he was getting screamed at while it was happening, like he, you know he just couldn't. It, it was sure. very it was very interesting. That's what he said. God, he hated that gig. Yeah. Um, women's tag, Soraya and Tony Storm versus Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter. Love Jamie Hayter. She's so goddamn entertaining and funny. Everything she does 
is perfect. Um, just, and you know what else is great is that she doesn't, she may do, she's not one of these wrestlers that has video game preset poses and moves and like gestures, you know? Right. Cause like there, there are some dudes take the rock, for example, one of the, one of the all time greats, you know, but you could count on your fingers like, okay, he turns his head like this. He does this with his shoulder. He moves his, his, his arm this way. He does this hair flip, hair flip, get it again. Squisher all that shit. But with Jamie, she does the, she'll kiss her bicep. You know, she lifts up her, her fur coat, the way she marches to the ring, but those are the things she does. She does it different each time within the realm of she never violates like I'm Jamie Hayter and this is the way Jamie Hayter acts. But when she marches down and she's like playing with the fur coat and she's like fucking strutting and making faces and shit, it's, it's beautiful. It really is like, you know, like when I talk about the difference between like improvising and ad-libbing. Like improvising, you start from nothing. Ad-libbing, you're already in the place and you move freely within that spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Like she's so great at ad-libbing her gestures and just, it's like every time she kisses the elbow, it's like, it's, it's different, mm-hmm. you know? It's fucking, such a fucking riot. And then she goes in there and she just kicks ass. Great fucking match. Britt Baker and her headed for a collision course at some point this year, you got to think. Everyone is so worried about Soraya being back wrestling. Why, Soraya? Why? Soraya. It makes no sense. People give her shit. It's like, it, it's so glaringly obvious, you know? What? Like, they're, they're well, just that, that like, no one cared when Edge came back. No one was like, please don't do it. Brian Danielson, please don't wrestle again. And now, like, Soraya's doing it. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, you, it's right. like, it's it's just fucking bullshit. But anyway, mm, it's mm, what, what is the main? What difference it, what, I'm between, trying to figure out here mm, which one is not like the other. Why? I'm trying why, to figure out what what is the difference between those. Rest, mm, can't quite figure. Tout. Mm, tout. Tout. Um. Tony Storm. You watch her wrestle all day. She feels it, it's just it's tough. She feels a little cold because. Soraya, that first match back was, I'll say it, it was a D-U-D dud. Felt like it was D- a dud. D-U-D dud, Vince. D-U-D dud. D-U-D dud. Um, and she was quite up there of like one of my favorite wrestlers, you know, several years ago. Remember that? match her and Nikki fucking Bella had at uh, Staples Center or somewhere here in town. We were at SmackDown or Raw mm-hmm. or something and I was like, God damn. I'm like, when the fuck was the last time I said I loved that Nikki Bella match? You know? <laughs> She's um, killing it over on that beer pong show or whatever the fuck Oh, boy. You know, I, I, that professional flip cup show with, uh, <laughs> with everybody's I, favorite rednecks. I, I had not seen a second of it. I caught like, you know, 30 seconds last night 
And I was shocked to learn that Carson Daly is a producer because every clip that they showed him, I was like, oh, they're trying to make him look like an idiot. They're trying to make him look bad. Like every quick clip there, I was yeah. like, oh, they're, sh- they're trying to bury Carson. I'm like, oh no, he actually is involved. Maybe he's the com. Maybe he thinks he's the comic relief. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Why? But anyway, Nikki Bella. Yep. Hall of Famer. No doubt about it. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, Vince and- is back in time to, to keep the Hall of Fame intact. Oh, yeah. Don't have to man. worry about the Hall of Fame getting fucked up. Dude. I mean, obviously. His strategy was the the TV rights are coming up. The media deal is coming up. If I hold it hostage mm-hmm. and say, I'm not going to approve anything unless I'm brought back. But deep down, he was like, they are not. That was just his yeah. way in. The thing gnawing at his fucking rotten brain, his black rotted heart yeah. was they are not going to have a WrestleMania without me. And they are not putting people in my Hall of Fame that I don't handpick. Meanwhile, fucking Phineas Godwin's wife's like, how come your phone is on? You never have your phone, the volume on your phone. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a good, like, because when people ask, like, you know, the press questions to Hunter, like, you still running things? He's like, yeah, you know, Vince gives me his input, but, you know, it's, (laughs) it's my decision. The question should be, who's picking the Hall of Fame class this year? Yeah. Well, it goes a little deeper than that. That's what I'm going to say oh, now. Yeah. Anytime goes goes a lot deeper than a, <laughs> goes a lot deeper than little little deeper than that. Goes, goes a lot than deeper that. than Vince is just giving me his suggestions. <laughs> his suggestion is do what the fuck I tell you. No kidding. Um, how come we don't have theory on the program? Or let's have mm. theory in a featured match on Raw 30. You know, I feel like uh, we should have that uh, Picasso looking kid theory come on out there and. Uh, have themselves a good time jericho appreciation society segment this was such a great segment um they didn't have to have their tuxedos back from pwg so they had them for another day they kept them Uh uh-huh i love that the pwg appearance was a dry run for this they did their you know lined up turn around come back rip off the pants beautiful oh uh that another in my rick flair social media roundup he's like i don't know who pwg is but it's you know that's that's like basically that's bush league and wwe wouldn't have done that <laughs> like okay thanks rick thanks rick thanks uh, rick you, you're the straw that stirs a drink dude you you've got your finger on the pulse of the business that the is, finger should be on your own fucking pulse this is when when flair said when i because that clip is probably months old but when he goes, Rick, he goes, I lost all respect for Jim Ross. He's just desperate to be relevant. And I'm like, who are you, who are you <laughs> talking what? about? Rick? Wait, what? <laughs> talking about Jim Ross or talking, Wait, talking, you're talking, you having to talk uh, with the man in the mirror. Oh, he is relevant, dude. He had better ratings than fucking raw and AW combined. Unbelievable. <laughs> How does he do it? Gosh, somebody should loot himself. Oh my God, dude. The fucking last night. I don't think they normally do this, but there was a Monday night game. This is the first weekend of the NFL playoffs, but they had a Monday night game. Yeah. And it was, I think it must've been in Tampa. It was Tampa versus the Cowboys. Cause they fucking, they were like doing a little select. They, they threw from directly from Tom Cruise to Hulk Hogan. 
Hogan's like in his suite. Hogan doesn't even know. He's like in his suite. There's people. He's like, he's looking this way, like talking to somebody or looking at his phone. And they're like, Hulk Hogan. Shut yeah, up. Terry was there, man. He came over from the beach bar for a second. Ah, man. I am sick over it. His Twitter is shit now. Um, he never tweets. It used to be him like a, like seven or nine drinks deep. And then he would decide <laughs> to start throwing out some tweets. HH. Yeah. Now all it is, and it's not him. It's like somebody has his phone and is just tweeting out like promotional bullshit about the fucking beach bar. Right. That's it. Well, maybe that's good for him. You should be happy for him. No. <laughs> I, I don't like fuck it. Fuck Terry. No, fuck Terry. I mean, my God. How often do you think Flair's like, they brought back Terry? What he did was way worse. <laughs> it gets me thinking, Maddie. We should take a quick break all right oh that's good that's really good that felt very good yeah it smelled like uh, we were in the cheese shop for a second yeah. there it smelled like teen spirit Ooh. um oh so this segment with the jericho they were so funny uh daddy magic i i am always on the edge of my seat to know what it is that makes his nipples hard because he's going to tell beams. you he's going to tell you i um you i worry for his dark so you who, can see him who is his what oh bleach report get your head out of your ass i i'll i pull up bleach report i i put in aew dynamite results Whoever's the first to come up. If it's okay. Forbes, Forbes is getting the click. If it's Bleacher why Report, it be? why wouldn't it be? Usually, usually it's Forbes. They grade each segment. When did Forbes become an all-encompassing magazine that covers every element of it could be music, it could be wrestling, it could be anything? It must have been after that Dinkus uh, started trying to run for president and he hosted yeah. SNL. Mm. The guy's son. The, the, you know, um, Forbes no. Jr. Oh, okay. Must His dad is the one that started the magazine, not him. Well, I guess, you know, maybe there was not, people weren't clamoring for a magazine that was just about money or something. You remember know. that dude in the 90s? I don't know what you're talking about. Is it Steve Forbes or like, like he hosted SNL the night that Rage Against the Machine was the musical guest. Oh, that's and they got kicked they got kicked out before the second tune okay. because they had like an upside down the story goes they had an upside down US flag on their set and Forbes was like I'm running for president they can't they can't do that. Mm -hmm. So then the drummer took the flag and went into his like dressing room and threw it at the guy. Mm -hmm. I was like, here you go. Do whatever the fuck you want with it. And then they kicked them out. <laughs> <laughs> Classic SNL. Huh? <laughs> but the guy had like a blank, like thousand yard stare robot face. It was like, unsettling. so he never got to be present. He, you know what? It turns out, uh, the people didn't want it. So wh and why are we shitting on Bleacher Report? They besides gave the, their streaming service. They gave the Jericho segment. Yeah. They gave the Jericho segment a D. Which I'm like, should you give your streaming service reliability a D? Who's, the, who's writing the review? Uh, this is written by someone named Eric Beeston. 
well, Eric, you need to just report. You don't need to give it your own spin, bud. Just, oh, no. just tell us Every, what happened. No, everybody's got to give a grade now. Everybody's got to give a star rating and a even you're doing star ratings now. I'm doing it so I can remember <laughs> what I want to watch or what I'm recommending to people. You know? <sighs> I'm not I'm not sitting there, I'm not the arbiter of what's good and what's not. I'm just letting you know, oh, I liked this. Yeah, and that's cool, man. That's and cool. if you didn't see it, go out of your way to see it. Wow, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> you know, I don't think uh, Bret Hart is going to mention in his book. Oh, you know, and then uh, Matt, Matt McCarthy, McCarthy gave Matt McCarthy gave my uh, my my match with my brother Owen two stars, which is you know the highest rating he gives. It really it really meant a lot. <laughs> not, <laughs> it's not the uh, thing. Um. Jericho, I'd rather blow his brains out from a reviewer standpoint, you know. You know, you know. I mean, from a from a review standpoint, that's what you're asking him to do. I feel bad for the other guy in 2.0 because, first of all, I don't even know his name. He's the other guy in 2.0. When I look at a picture of Jericho Appreciation Society, at my first thought is. Why are there two Daniel Garcias? I think it's great that there is a tag team in the group. I've said it before that this is this is it's a perfect stable. Um, but eventually, Matt Menard is going to break off, and he's got to be a solo thing. Unless, do you feel like they've been a tag team together for too long that he would never a break little bit? Away and from I also him? think, I mean, I because um, they go back to Chikara, right? Angelo Parker for me is is much more than like, I feel like I, I've, I've got a lot more love for what Angelo does. It's, it's low key, but it's, uh, it seems valuable to me. And I don't, I, I don't, and maybe it's just because I've known those two, uh, huh that I don't mix up Garcia with him at all. I'm saying at first glance, I look and I'm like, they, they, they're the, they're the same shape and face. Mm, but, but you got Angelo combing his hair. Okay. He's usually True. doing a Fonzarelli on it. What does he do that you when he like? actually talks, he can talk really well. Mm-hmm. And we've seen situations where they've sent him out to wrestle by himself in in you know in situations when they're trying to do something. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying he's like my yeah. all-time favorite on the show, but I I feel like he he is he's very good. Um and certainly Daddy Magic is fully capable of doing a singles run but I, I who knows at this point it seems like they're they're good as a unit but but you never see them wrestle as a unit either though <laughs> like there isn't a lot of no like those two in tag unless again unless i'm missing it on the youtube shows but but obviously daddy magic's commentating on one of those now yeah i don't know i don't know i, I will pay closer attention hey but you know what the thing, the thing of beauty about all this is that we don't have to agree, man, and it can be all right, and we can both be right. I um, it is interesting that because then on on the flip side on Raw, you got Montez Ford, who is also the breakout star, tagging with another guy named Angelo. Angelo, Angelos, the Angelos uh, might be their days might be numbered. Is this going to be our first Rumble in person since Detroit, or have we been to one since then? I think it's going to be our first one, isn't it? 
Did you go in 2012? Was it years ago? That was the one. But we that, would have been together. You were working, right? I was working. Oh, well, I wasn't even there. That was the one where Seamus won. I'm saying for you and me sitting next to each other you in the me, arena. Me and you. It hasn't happened since 2009 when Randy Orton won. All right. It's settled then. It's our first rumble together since then. It's overdue. We are long overdue, bro. And we get to go to the fucking Undertaker one-man show. Can you believe that that rumble we went to, like, Cody was Randy's second? (laughs) They were were doing the legacy bullshit. Right. uh, I've been also, you know, the WrestleCon thing is just that they're doing in San Antonio is kind of just like a little mini. Hopefully, there'll be some people selling shit or something because hopefully Norvell Austin has a table. No, it's, I, it doesn't seem like that there. It's like a pop-up and there's, there have like every, all the wrestlers are going to be there are already like listed with times. Really? So I'm hoping that there'll just be some tables of, you know, like a pop-up stuff, right? Cause it's just for a few hours on Saturday. But mm. I say that to say the one person on there that I'm kind of interested in is sting. So I'm going to go through and see if I have a, a sting magazine cover or something that I want to try to, you think that's the plan? I mean, that's, that's what I'm looking at. I don't know. You might want to look at the lineup. Maybe you have some other things that you're looking to do on that particular Saturday. What, uh, uh, you think the lineup is available right here in front of my face? A thousand percent is. What do I put in WrestleCon? Yeah. I mean, either on Twitter or on TonyCon. No, I'll go to WrestleCon.com. Not WrestleCom.com, WrestleCon.com. When you get over there, because they're, they're obviously in full. Uh, promotional mode for LA as well. So you got to click on the uh, San Antonio pop-up. No, see, this is how you run a goddamn website. Will somebody tell New Japan and Game Changer that this is like the Not very first thing, our table? The very first thing that's on top is the the event that's coming up next, San Antonio. I click on that, and then it's got all the. It's I could click on where is it, when is it, who's coming. Imagine that those are the questions I'd be asking when I go mm. to some fucking promotions website. Oh, now that I see this, you're going to be doing Lita, DDP, and probably Ron Simmons, I'm guessing. Those are going to be your stop-offs on the... I've already met there. Ron. I well, I know, but you guys will... It'll be a reunion of sorts. All right. The Steiners, the heart. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sting might be the only... I don't know. Do we go bother Arn? Should we go <laughs> go bother the headbangers? <laughs> I mean, we have before, so there ain't no. Uh, you never know, but there, you know, it'll be a fun little thing to do on Saturday. If, I feel Keep like us what, out of the uh, vintage yeah. shops, at least. You know, well, you know, stay away from the jack of the boxes. Um, what if we take a picture with Arn Anderson, the two of us, mm-hmm. where none of us smile? Because you know that we, Arn's not going to smile for the picture. Why don't we, we do we do we take the picture with Arn, but we do it like um you know when they when a host they send a picture of a hostage and the only reason you know things are going south is because they got the middle fingers like pointed down. We just do we each do the fucking downward facing middle fingers. What if we, yeah? What if we take a hostage picture? I'm with holding Arn a copy of the New York Times and yes, I just got fucking with, <laughs> with yes with we we bring that day's like San Antonio Chronicle yeah, or whatever right. the newspaper is. Yeah. We have like we're holding it and Arn's just. And we're dead face. Because if we say to him, we're like, Arn, 
Is it cool if we take a picture where none of us smile? He'll be like, great. I was already. I don't give not- a fuck. I don't give a goddamn. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You think I was going to fucking smile sitting next to you two fucking J Browns? I don't give a fuck. I'd rather suck a turtle's dick on the Johnny Carson show than smile at you two fucking knobs. You know, I, I might do Arn just to just to talk coleslaw, KFC coleslaw with him. Well, we got to find out what his favorite movie is. Yeah. yeah. What do you think Arn's favorite movie is? Um, Man, I could see it either being like Shawshank or, you know, like Gator or something, you know, like the old oh, uh, Burt Reynolds yeah, movie. Like, yeah. It's, it's going to be, you know, it's I, either I'm, like. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking it's either like, you know, High Noon or The Eagle Has Landed, some sort of. You know, Western or war or yeah. both. You ever see that Remo Williams? Oh, God damn. That motherfucker could dodge bullets. Fuck. God damn. My favorite movie is fucking right stuff. God damn. <laughs> outer space. Man, those motherfuckers went to outer space. I don't want to go, but I sure will watch it. Fucking Chuck Yeager. Fast man alive. God damn. Broke the sound barrier. Fuck. He's yeah, fuck. We used to sit in Bobby Eaton's fucking driveway talking about holy fucking shit. Imagine <laughs> outer space. <laughs> Gus Grissom. The hat's just blue. Me, me and Bobby used to sit there and just go, hat's just blue. Poor Gus. <laughs> fucking Remo Williams. He played Gus Grissom in that motherfucker. God damn. <laughs> fucking Ed Harris's wife had a stutter. Didn't want to fucking talk to nobody. That's a good goddamn movie. Fucking rat stuff. <laughs> Uh, and Barry. I'm already the, out outside of the hotel, down <laughs> yeah, halfway down the street. You're in the at this point park. in the conversation, <laughs> you're you're in the parking lot. Just wasn't there another uh, motherfucker with you? Uh, yeah, I think he had to. Uh, what happened to your fucking buddy? What's the matter? He don't like the fucking space program. Fuck. The six man title has finally been t- determined. Yeah, the elite. The goddamn death triangle. You want to talk about uh, you turning off of Don Callis and Kenny Omega had a problem. I, I think uh, it's official. Our friend Carlos isn't watching AEW anymore because uh, the elite won that. Won oh, it. that was his declaration, right? If, if no, they I, win, I don't think he, I don't think he actually said that. Oh, but he definitely that, is like he hates. Uh, them. Well, he you know he was like, does he like Kenny? He loves Kenny. Yeah. Oh, okay. he just hates he hates the Bucks. Yeah. Why? Uh, I mean, he just thinks they're not good wrestlers and that they put themselves, uh, you know, in, in, a, in too good of a spot for what they deserve. And I, I don't want to, you know, you, you can, you can ask him. I, I don't, it's you know, so everyone has their right to say whatever they want. And we definitely. love Carlos and whatever, you know, if he, if he wants to hate on it, he just, that's for him. I love Carlos, man. I've never loved a man so much. I've never been to his place, but if I did. I would wouldn't stand down. up to piss. I promise no, I you would, that. I would, I would sit down to pee because I respect Carlos that much. Love that guy. Uh, this match was fan-fucking-tastic. I enjoyed it, man. I liked it. It, it, it could have been longer. That's, that's as close to a complaint as I'll get. Do you feel it was the best of the seven matches? I would need to go back and actually look. Yeah. Um, it has, it had to be top three. Yeah. 
Because I loved the one match that they did where they kept like in Chicago where they were fucking blatantly goofing on CM Punk. <laughs> I was like, that is just beautiful. <laughs> so goddamn funny. And that's how you, that's, that's, you know, that you say nothing. You don't have to go onto your Twitter. You don't have to go like commenting on people's pictures on Instagram. <laughs> say it in the ring. Yeah. Say it in the ring. If you can. Bill. If you're if able. you can. Uh, uh, otherwise, you know, I guess you're just uh, stuck standing there holding your unit. While if you're too tired or you're injured, then obviously yeah. you're not going to be able to do that. You're but. too fucking old. You're too fucking tired and you work with children, you know. But you're also injured again, which might just be a problem. Just go ahead and nurse your ape injury since you've been back and uh, yeah. just enjoy and, some and muffins from Mindy's. They, yeah, they got wait. all sorts of baked goods, but they're Don't closed worry. Mondays and Tuesdays. I'm sure Shudder will call eventually and put you in another one of those fucking movies. So oh, yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. But pretty soon this girl's going to be on the fourth floor, you know? <laughs> Listen, if there's a fire, use the stairs, please. That's right. Please. And and if uh, <clears throat> if your old lady wants to come back and be the uh, commissioner for a women's wrestling league that may or may not be happening right now that I haven't heard anybody talk about, terrific. Even better. Even better. If somebody out there wants to give Tessa Blanchard a place to work, let it be the place that the guy who came up with Glow is running with AJ Lee. Be available. Be available in case your dog has a dentist appointment. Um, also, kind of <laughs> interesting to me that you know McMahon is running wild, right? Uh -huh. And Laurinaitis, who, you know, was oh, obviously wow. involved in a couple of things like he they 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 tried to announce him for like a fucking signing or something and, it, and he you know he's like Joey Ryan now he's just like persona <laughs> non grata it's like it gets announced and people are like what and it's like oh nope i guess i'll just do a couple more flatbacks in the backyard oh uh, you know what i got a few beers to drink in the pool i'll uh i'll just be there how did that go over at home with uh, the bella's mom well who knows? It's a shame suppose, they weren't still doing the reality show. Do you suppose his uh, his plausible deniability was, oh, that all happened before we got to together, babe? <laughs> well, it, it, if Total Bells was still going on just occasionally, shut the fuck up, John! He just is like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Fuck <sighs> off, John. I can't, oh, I can't go to the fridge in my own house. No, Lord not if hot. you want to fucking share women with Vince McMahon. No, you can't. Well, I'm not going to share them with, uh, with anybody else. You know, Vince, Vince is, he's got the best taste. You know, he just, he gave me suggestions. I was still in charge. I was, I was, still, no, no, I, just, I was in charge of manipulating the female talent. Vince just gave me suggestions. And it was up to me. I was in charge. It was up to me, babe. You know, I have a five-star match. Hmm. You ever watch my all Japan stuff, babe? Not the dynamic dudes. That's not no, what I'm no, talking no, about. No, 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 not the dynamic dudes. Not stuff. the skateboard shit. No, no, no. You know, Mrs. Baba never had a problem with anything that I did. She was a big fan. I have a long history <laughs> in this business. Let's take a quick one. Okay. Boom. Uh, I suppose before we take a trip to Dallas, the last piece of the puzzle was rampage and rampage baby 
I honestly, what what happened on Rampage? I know well, you oh, had poor Eddie and fucking Ortiz. You know, there's, know. A, there's obviously a problem there. I don't know what it is, but they got problems. I don't like that they have a problem. Apparently, on the YouTube shows, the story is Malachi Black is manipulating them both. Oh, jeez. I know. Oh, the string. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. It's weird that I didn't know that when Buddy Roberts isn't around, they have a different name for the group. What? Like w- when Buddy's there, yeah. did I say Buddy Roberts? Yeah. Buddy Matthews. Buddy yeah. Matthews. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you talking about? I, I was, my mind had already gone to Dallas. When Buddy Matthews isn't there, yeah. it's always good for if there's a three man crew for one of them to be named Buddy. You know, sure. If, if, you, if, if one of them's shorter than the other two, he should be a Buddy. He's Buddy. When Buddy Matthews isn't there, if Charles is in charge, it's always good it, to have a Buddy. Right. If Charles is in charge, he needs a Buddy. And if one of them gets zapped with superpowers that he can then look up girls' skirts. Well, Malachi and Brody, who are the PWG tag champs, they go, uh, they're what? The rulers of the Black Throne or something like that, right? Or the... Let me see. I, I want to get it right. So that you, we've got the House of Black. Okay? That's the stable. That's, that's the stable. You got Julia Hart. That's okay. right. You got Julia Hart. Buddy M. You know, and growing up, you get all the, you know, heart fart and uh, all that stuff. And then so your I don't uncle know, I don't know how, I, don't know how I clicked on Julia Hart's thing. Do you know who she was trained by? I mean, aside from the Nightmare Factory. Hopefully Teddy Hart. Keep it in the family. Mr. Anderson. Oh, well, that's good. Anderson. They're in Wisconsin, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's the house of black when buddy isn't around, they are the Kings of the black throne, right? That's the tag team. That's the tag team. But here's the question. Is it free bird rules? Is there house of black rules? If buddy sneaks in, like if it's, if it's buddy and Brody, yeah. Tagging together. What are they called? And how can you have two kings? Mm. I don't like it. Maybe there. So you get the house of black. Then you got the kings of the black throne. And then when it's Buddy and Brody, maybe they're like, they're the black beauties. Mm. Horse theme. I like it. Yeah. And they, and they also ride horses to the, to the ring. Like, cause you Adam know, Julia Hart, she's got that, like, um, got that kind of cowboy hat. Like, well, she, like, yeah, she could be on horseback. Yeah. Um, just doing like a little Stevie Nicks type of deal. Yeah. I'm down. Let's not rule it out. Let's not rule it out. Down to clown. So we get to see Eddie Kingston on uh, Rampage, which Kingston. is always fun. And then um, the women. Oh, Ruby went move. Oh, my God. Fucking oh, crimson. crimson. Forget about Ruby. Crimson Soho. R- Ruby must have had a couple Zimas before she came out. Got that blood nice and fucking in the sweet spot. Tony grabs her beforehand. Oh, first of all, Tony Khan, of course, he's got to come out to scream a promo at us because it's a live show. It's like, Tony, throw that shit away, Tony. But then uh, as she's walking through Gorilla, Tony's just like, you ready? Ruby, you ready to bleed? And he like, like yeah. uh, he, what do they I call took, that? I took, the, some, I, I took some Tylenol and I had three Zimas. We're good. What's the, um, when people used to like, if they got down in front of you with a Smirnoff or whatever, you had to 
drink it. I, you know what I'm talking? You remember that period of time when it was like it was like a gimmick, you know, kind of like you you put the circle and you're like, oh, you you looked at it, you get a punch. It was like a thing where people would like. Like a I remember even off. Flair talking about like getting involved in this, where like you would get down on your knee with a Smirnoff ice, like I iced you or whatever, and then you had you would have to drink the Smirnoff. So he, Tony might have just fucking got That's down and happened. she had to drink the fucking, which was basically a, a Zima. Do they still make those Smirnoff ice? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to take I mean, a look it's so at the funny uh, when they like like shit like that, like Zima Smirnoff ice, like anything that it's just like. This is for 15 year olds. Like, we are making something kind of fruity. Do you tasting. know, hold on. Do you know this yeah. as a collector? When I was at Bola, the guy, the bathroom attendant, I saw that he had a full unopened pack of Camel Crush, which are the camels you can squeeze and turn into a menthol. Uh-huh. And menthols are illegal now here. So I bought the pack and I just put them on display in my house. <laughs> I was like, these are illegal. Here's a, here's a pack of camel crush. <laughs> I go, how much for the, how much for those? He goes, uh, 15 bucks. I go, let's have them. Wow. <laughs> I, I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. No, but I was like, that's kind of funny. That's a beautiful thing. Look at you, that, um, man. There's, <laughs> there's a collector inside your heart. Yes. What were we talking about before that? The the women's uh, oh right uh, street fight. Yes, uh, the Smirnoff ice. I think I think White Claw and the High Noons and those have kind of replaced yes, some of those. Hundred percent have. Yeah. yeah. The the, the hard, hard seltzer. No, I I absolutely. You see these kids, uh, you know, on their front lawns drink, and they all have like, and every beer has a fucking yeah seltzer soda now. pop version. No, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like natural light has a fucking seltzer version yeah i mean you want to talk about gateway drugs like they're just they're making like it's like anymore it's like you don't have to drink malibu and coke to get into drinking now you can just fucking (laughs) it's hilarious because like they they have the audacity to be like you know oh these these vaping companies it's terrible that they have these fruit flavored ones for kids it's like what about all this fucking seltzer tastes like a fucking uh ecto cooler yeah I love that you're allowed to smoke in the Capitol building now again. Is that a fact? They like, that was one of the first things, the new uh, Congress or whatever. <laughs> they were like, we can smoke in here again. Wow. Um, Gosh, who, who paid for that? I wonder. It's strange. Uh, it's they're, they're, You're going to like, if you watch C-SPAN, you're going to see the like, like the lady from Vegas yeah. walking around. Cigarettes, cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! You know it, it's so. Uh, we we can talk about it off air, and we will. God the women's match was um, fun. It was probably better than I expected it to be. Actually, it was about what I expected because whenever you get Ty Conti, uh, excuse me, Ty Mello out there uh, for those extreme matches, and uh, you know she is the street fight. That was the other thing about the Jericho promo. You missed that. I, you, you, I was getting coffee. Well, first of all, did I, I give did break. I give the six man a star? That's a star. Like, watch okay. that if you didn't watch it. It's great. But uh, yeah, that's right. You were getting us coffee. You're the best. And um, 
she just grabs the mic and she like almost incoherently screaming, I am the street fight. I'm the street fight. Then Jericho takes the mic back and just in a perfect, like she was like almost a blithering idiot screaming, yeah. I'm the street fight. And then him just so cool and calm. He goes, yeah, you are the street fight. I <laughs> almost <laughs> fell out of my chair laughing. But um, any word on if Anna Jay is. Uh, oh, she didn't get any table in that spot. Jesus uh, Willow, Willow uh, took took all the table with her backside and gave Anna Jay the fucking concrete floor. <laughs> oh my God. I've never seen a fucking, that Woo! was, that poor girl took a fucking sick bump and it's probably what her 11th match, something like that. I mean, I'm joking. I'm joking, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she wait, say, no, I was getting coffee during the Jamie Hader match. That's when I was getting coffee. Uh, well, you, you were not at the top of the Jericho segment, but by the time Ricky Starks came out and, and Ricky just dressing everybody down, man, when he does his fucking pose, Mm. that is so goddamn awesome. I love Ricky Starks, dude. Yeah. He's great. Fucking fantastic, dude. Ricky fell off the boat. Ricky, get us to Dallas. I said, Ricky fell off the boat. Anyway, there you go. Let's take a, take a quick trip to Dallas, friends. Here we go. World Class Championship Wrestling Season 3, Episode 45 on Peacock. Peacock. The Boogie day Boogie after Man. my fifth birthday. Oh. November 10th, 1984. My fifth birthday. Bunch of new toys. Uh, yeah, that was a big He-Man year. You got nothing and liked it. That, that birthday in particular i can remember because uh the pictures that were taken were just kind of always around and it like it kept the memory fresh mm, it's interesting core yeah uh I, I remember getting two ram mans Uh-oh. and then being on the stairs and i wanted to open them they're like no 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 no, no. We're, we're gonna take these back and you can get a different one and i was like no i i just i'm five and i'm like i just i want to open a toy right they're like no <laughs> <laughs> don't do this uh this was in my parents basement we had cake and ice cream on the um air hockey table bunch of kids from nursery school and kindergarten came big over time, big time and um i remember getting like a, a gi joe like a like a stand with like a gun you could put a gi joe guy on it type of thing oh, okay if i saw a picture of it i can point it out and yeah, then yeah, um, yeah. i kind of remember that yeah lots of masters of the universe dudes and um yeah a couple other i god i just remember that being such a fun day and just and then i and then in the pictures my brother so if i was five he would have been 14 uh wearing a police uh the band uh yeah baseball tee like a with the blue sleeves and stuff oh yeah oh and i got like a dukes of hazard uh like a plastic cowboy hat thing. oh shit yeah like a boss hog hat <laughs> yeah good shit good shit dude anyway good shit down in dallas our last night at the cotton bowl bill mercer opens up the show strange in the background you can see buck zoomhoff beating up coco beware hmm but it's never acknowledged by Mill Mercer. Oh, jeez. That's weird. Odd choice. Uh, first up, long match. Blood. Well, 
Blood Feud, Kevin Von Erich versus Chris Adams. I love the way this opens up. Um, they are introduced as the captains of the six-man tag team match, the six-man teams, as voted by you, the world-class wrestling fans, in the biggest vote in the history of professional wrestling. They got more uh, postcards and letters than in any vote in history in pro wrestling. Uh, especially that vote to decide who was the most important wrestler of 1982 or whatever the fuck. Don't even. <laughs> the most influential wrestler of 1982. Don't even get me started. Uh, promo versus promo. Kevin grabs a um, microphone and he says, uh, if you... Oh, no, no, he says this at the end. So th the first promo versus promo is uh, Chris Adams grabs a microphone and says he wants to do a classic, clean, no punching and kicking wrestling match. Yeah. You, you can't beat me in a regular wrestling match. Kevin grabs the microphone and says, you want a wrestling match? I'll give you a wrestling match, pal. Let's go. So they go at it. They have a long, nice match um, to the point where I, I, I thought, are they going to cut to commercial in the middle of this match? I mean, like this thing was epic. Um, Kevin, at one point, he gets dumped out onto the floor, which again, they're outdoors at the Cotton Bowl. So instead of ring pads on the floor, it's just pieces of plywood. Mm. And Towards the end of the match, Kevin comes back in the ring and his back is fucked, dude. Uh, he just, and that's the closest I can figure. This had to have been, unless he came into the match with this bruise all over his fucking body, it had to have been from bumping on that fucking nasty plywood. Yeah. Um. So then the match ends with one of the most terrible calls I've ever seen in a professional wrestling match. <laughs> I mean, this is in a word, egregious. <laughs> David Manning starts counting the three. Kevin Von Erich has Chris Adams down in a, what do they call it? The crucifix-like pinning okay. position. Um, they're all rolled up. David Manning is in the perfect position. He counts one. He looks Chris Adams gets a shoulder up. David Manning pauses. There is a pause. He is looking at this man's shoulder blade up off the goddamn mat. His shoulder goes back down. David Manning goes back down for a count. And I'm like, from years of watching wrestling, I'm like, oh, he's restarting the count. Right. He's starting over at one again. And no, he's at two. Then he counts to three. Ding, ding, ding. Kevin Von Erich, the winner. This is Brutal bullshit. Brutal bullshit. And it wasn't, I mean, this was at the fucking cotton bowl. This ain't at some pole. This ain't a spot show, dude. This yeah. is the big show. We are not uh Burp. this is not in a bar with no ring. This is this is the cotton bowl, baby. This ain't at the globe, dog. Bro, this ain't at the, the Ukraine culture center, all right, pal? Mm-hmm. Did somebody get word to Rick that um, William Regal went to PWG to steal talent <laughs> for WWE? Rick don't care. No one draws like Rick. He's the biggest thing in wrestling today. It's incredible. Biggest thing, period. So, David Manning, terrible call. Kevin Von Eric grabs the microphone. Says, Chris, 
why are you acting that way? That was, that was a clean finish to a good, clean match. Tell you what I'm going to do. And I can't believe I'm about to say this, but if you fire Gary Hart right now, I will bury the hatchet. All will be forgiven. Let's just go back to how things used to be. Gary Hart has some words to say about this. Kevin Van Eric turns around to look at Gary Hart. While he's turned around, Chris Adams comes in and waffles. Ooh, big waffle fry. Kevin Von Eric with a heavy wooden chair. And based on the stitches we saw the next week, legitimately cracked this motherfucker's skull open. Uh, yeah. Kevin is down. Kevin is bleeding. They go to commercial. They come back. Kevin is still down. Kevin is still bleeding. They cut to women in the crowd. Oh, my God. Are they <laughs> crying? Freaking out. It's like they watch David die all over again. Mm. They are hysterical. Mm -hmm. Some of these girls. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Is that worth seeing? Try and try Try and get a, a fan to cry over uh, uh, an injury angle like that today. Forget it. Forget it. We come back. Next match, Hacksaw Butch Reed versus the Iceman King Parsons. Eh, it's a whatever match. It's nice to see Butch Reed in the action, though. He's such a cool bastard. Never and, a bad time to see Butch. No. And your main event, Gino Hernandez. And formerly known as Andrea the Giant. Mm. commonly known as baby doll and here for, for here to four known as nicola roberts so also am i to assume that she, is is part of this storyline that she did she marry jake roberts or is she related to jake roberts because at, at a, at, next week she does a ddt well and the week the week before we saw them kind of they are them. related in real life, I believe, right? Are, is she not one of Grizzly's creations? Mm, Rock and Robin is. Okay. Maybe, yeah, I'm, I'm talking out my ass. I think you're just confused. She's from Lubbock, Texas. Nicola Ann Roberts Bird. But then wouldn't her last name be like, oh, okay. That's weird, though. I heard they ate it. I, I heard they were weird. She, her legit last name is Roberts. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, her shoot name is Nicola Roberts. Okay, well, it's, a, it's a pretty common name. Um, here's what's interesting. Her, to answer your question, in 1986, she married Sam Houston, uh, who's Jake the Snake's brother. Okay, there we go. I'm not a complete fucking idiot. You're not a complete fucking idiot. <laughs> no one said that. Fucking, no, you're not a complete fucking idiot. Um, also, slight digression, in high school she set several records for the shot put oh so there you go field events lubbock texas and let's see she became friends with bruce and keith hart and carrie and kevin von eric 
And then Summer 84. Brian Adias, I would assume, has to be in there. Had to be. Close personal friend of the Von Erich family. She became an EMT. Andrea the Giant? Yeah. And then she overheard that Gino Hernandez needed a valet. Contacted David Manning. And that's how she broke into the business. That's crazy. At least that's the story. Okay. So it's Gino and Baby Doll versus Mike Von Erich and Stella May French, mm. uh, which on paper sounds like a t- god awful match. And sure enough, it was. <laughs> the big spot, though, match is about to start. People are chanting, We want sunshine. We want sh- sunshine. Because if you remember, the story is Stella May is Sunshine's aunt who basically raised her like a mom. Sure. All of a sudden, there's commotion in the crowd. And then we hear the sounds that can only be described as a helicopter. And who should be coming in? Also, somebody needs to point out to Ric Flair that he stole this spot from Sunshine. (laughs) A helicopter lands and Sunshine comes out. Sunshine is back, baby. Uh, So they have their mixed tag match. Sunshine is at ringside. They keep it brief. This is uh, still ugly and stupid. And um, I mean, you thought Mike Von Erich was terrible. Did, have you seen Baby Doll wrestle? Eventually, the finish comes when Sunshine hits Nicola Roberts over the head with a chair. And that is your world class part one homework. Part two. Fuck. World class championship wrestling season three, episode 46 on Peacock. November 7th, 1984. This episode is terrible. Um, <laughs> let's just be fucking up front here, please. Let's be real. It's all recaps and, and replays. I'm just trying to be real with you. If Man, if I were a kid in the Dallas area watching this at this time, if I was in Denton County, I would be bullshit. Fine. I'm going out, mom. Going outside. <sighs> Fuck off my back. I'm not even watching this shit today. Ma, I'm going to watch Saturday Night Live instead. (laughs) Bill Mercer opens up the show and explains, he recaps the Stella May French, Gino Hernandez feud. Mm -hmm. And this is is some serious, like, rewriting wrestling history in real time bullshit. He says, Stella May came looking for Sunshine and found that Gino Hernandez and Andrea were the culprits of why Sunshine went missing. Mm. Stella May came because she didn't like the way that um, gorgeous Jimmy Garvin had been treating Sunshine, even though that feud had basically already ended. Then Stella May shows up. Then Jimmy Garvin leaves the territory. And then suddenly Stella May is upset with Gino Hernandez because apparently we're to believe that Gino and Andrea, Nicola, baby doll, had something to do with Sunshine disappearing. We never get an answer on, so did they kidnap her? Did they run her off? Is she trapped in Florida? Because the next segment is an interview with Stella May where she says, 
uh, Sunshine went back to Florida and she's she's stuck there. She doesn't like that she's in Florida. It's like, well, why the fuck is she in Florida? What are you talking about? What is right? The only poorly booked show sometimes, you know. I mean, this is this is this is mind boggling. Yeah, like we're watching every single fucking episode of the show, and I'm like, I can't follow shit. Convoluted. So, and then wherever Gino took her, she escaped by helicopter mm. in a cocktail mm. dress, mm. folks. So the Stella May promo, if you think her wrestling is bad, listen to her talk, folks. Gino and Baby Doll interrupt. They hit Stella May over the head with a chair, and then they cut her hair off. <laughs> and now then we we're have getting a, interesting. Then we have a Gino promo. And also, these two promos are from the Mark Lawrence-hosted other world-class show that we never see. This is bullshit, dude. From some, like brewery or you know iron works where it's, it's all brick with the sliding doors and stuff and it's like what is this place? is this a foundry what is this place we need answers so gino's cutting a promo sunshine comes in and she says uh you done fucked up now and then she maces gino hernandez and baby doll <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> now that's a wrestling angle our last match from the Cotton Bowl. It's not even a match. It's a arm wrestling contest between Kerry Von Erich and Butch Reed. Goes oh. about the way you'd expect. Then we see a recap of the Freebird promo by the van. Get a recap of Terry Gordy and Killer Khan's feud, that brawl that they had in the Sportatorium one night, and footage of Khan being attacked by Terry Gordy after a match. Then we get a recap of the Chris Adams heel turn. We get a promo with Kevin Von Erich. He shows us the stitches in the back of his head. And he's so disgusted, he can't even watch the replay. He leaves the interview segment. And Bill Mercer figures, well, I don't care. Let's watch it. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> then we get our an actual honest-to-goodness match in the Sportatorium, the oh. only one of the show. Mike and Kerry Von Erich versus Missing Link and Killer Khan. Damn. Uh Chick Donovan comes out, cuts a promo. He's back. He hits Skander Akbar. This whole thing is a mess before it can even, before the bell can ring and the match can be a mess. Mm, chicky boom boom. And then chicky. they just brawl around. And then the show ends with the Terry Gordy promo at ringside with Bill Mercer. Fucking this sweet. Single worst episode of world class <laughs> I've ever seen. Nothing happened. Damn. So there you go. That's your world-class homework. Vince, who's your favorite wrestler? Man, for me, this week, got to be Pentagon Jr., Penta OM, Penta Sierra Miedo, whatever you want to call him. You know uh -huh. who he is. He's fucking sweet. The dude rips it. He looks great. He's fucking cool. What about the, you? Uh, the, the, the trios match put you over the edge? Well, I just like every time I see him, I'm just reminded like, oh, man, I fucking dig this guy. And he's got a yeah. mystique, and he's just fucking cool. We tried. Um, we 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 started too late. We tried keeping a tally of how many um, Sierra Mieros we would get. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, I pronounced that wrong. Please let me know <laughs> on Twitter. Danny's um, already texting you, bro. Don't worry yeah. about it. I think we got we got up to at least eight. Oh, we started way late though. We started way late. Who's your favorite wrestler, Matt? Well, I'm on the other side of the ring. I got to go what? with Kenny Omega. Oh, it was uh, truly, I was like, after last week, 
You know, he's already he, the 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 year hadn't even begun, and he's already got match of the year. And then I was Damn. like, "How's he going to follow up with this?" And fucking bam, with the fucking best fucking six man tag maybe that <laughs> has ever been. I mean, that was fucking unbelievable, and for it to be a ladder match on top of it, yep, that thing yep. was wild. That thing was great. Kenny's the man. Love very it. cool, by the way. Very cool. Very cool. Very chill. If the, if a fight ever breaks out, he will save your dog. Vince, where can the kids find you online? Uh, at Vince Averill on Twitter, Vince.Averill on Instagram, Monday Night Beers Podcast. Don't forget, we watch wrestling podcast.bigcartel.com and the hard times. Dot... What? I got I gotta get this shit down. Get this shit down, dude. It is. For this tickets to our live show in San City. Francisco on March 4th, it's thehardtimes.net slash uh, live events. As your old pal, Matt McCarthy, saying, follow me on all forms of social media, TikTok, at McCarthy Redhead. The exploration of the Arena C archive continues. All sorts of cool videos. Just put up a video about um, the laser disc of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And watch it with Matt Glennis Fridays wherever you podcast. I don't know what movie we're watching this week, but last week we we saw Megan, which uh, was a lot of fun. You can hear our review oh, right now. There you very go. scary. Uh, no patrons, so Maddie, we'll see you over at the Q and A. But sounds good, dude. Ta ta ta. Matt.